Welcome, everybody, to the two-man power trip, the black man starting a nerd lifestyle. I'm Nicholas, Mr. Go with the Flow. And I am the man with the plan, Maurice. And we're back with another edition of the Blurred by Nature podcast. What's up? What's up, bro? How you doing? Ooh, what a week. What a week, man. I don't know if that's good or bad. Nah, I'm talking about for us, like, podcast-wise, man. We, oh. we, we out here, and man... Have we gotten the support and love? Oh, holy crap. Oh, you mean about us? Oh, okay. Yes, us. us, us. <laughs> I'm, I've been hit up like left, right, and center about what I talked about like last week with my job woes and stuff like that. So it, it sounds like people uh, like our Vibe Guys segment where we talk about our lives and stuff. But away from that, yo, us posting out the stuff and being out here live and in podcast zone, yo, the love and support we gotten out of here from podcasts and people alike and family. It's just wild, overwhelming. Like, these last two short days have been, like, weird, man. Yeah, seeing all the love has been overwhelming. Oh I appreciate God. it so much. Yeah, yo, shout-outs to everybody. Like, Black Ramen Podcast, Keeping It 9000. Just so many people, so many individuals out there just showing us a lot of love and just coming to our aid and just adding assistance and saying how much you love the podcast and stuff like that. I mean, we've been working on this for over a year and just to know that people out here like our content and like our conversations between us just talking and shooting the breeze and reviewing shit that's great man we've been stressing this over for about a good year how it would come out and how it would sound to people but damn it's different man yeah it's out here it makes my heart warm to see that people are actually liking our content so gets the nerves pumping but then it gets you interested in the same way because damn son people want to see what we got for episode two Yes, now we just got to keep it going. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we're going to be ourselves. We're going to do what we did for about a good year. We come in here. We got stories to tell. We got reviews to do. We got things to tell the people. We got the energy flowing. So we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going like this. So to get into the vibe, guys, section of everything, how was your week? Man, listen, it's, it's been up and down. Woo! All right. I'm going to leave the floor to you. If you got any big stories, let's talk about it. Let's leave the floor because last week you let me air my grievances. I got some grievances too, but go ahead. Oh, uh, no. My grievances are just there's a lot of projects at work going on right Ooh. now. And it's towards the end of the year. So it's like everything's starting to bolster, right? And some things have been hitting hiccups. Some Ooh. things haven't been going right. Mm. Some things that should have happened haven't happened, and it's just doing like we did here, calling audibles, trying to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. It's like, okay, why is this not working? Oh, because this is not done. Oh, brother. Okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to go follow up with you on this just to mm-hmm. make sure that this is done so it doesn't break anything. Damn, son. The shifts and the maneuvers, I mean, we know that very well here, so I mean... I know if anybody could handle shifts and maneuvers, it's you. But if anything's like outside of the realm of handling or situations got thrown back, it's like, what's something that's like really has anything like hit left really like painfully or has shifted you out of what the straight line was to finish your job? No, because typically when it comes to work, mm-hmm. I hope for the best and yeah. prepare for the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, just that sense of energy when you go into the building or when you're just on your computer, it's just hopping into work. You know that the stress is going to hit you pretty soon. Yeah, that's just a general. I typically try to say, okay, what is the worst case scenario that can happen in this situation? So have you felt like in this week it's hit close to the worst situations? No. Oh. And that's because I've been ready. Okay. For the most part to address. Yeah. 
And it's so funny, before we got started here, I was Mm -hmm. talking to my friend Mike, and we were talking about, in fact, you know what? I am going to save that for off the cuff. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. That means you got something in mind for off the cuff. That's what's up. All right. All right. We'll save that for off the cuff. For my week, it's been the second back half of my co-workers on vacation. So unlike last week's scenario, things have been flowing pretty smoothly for the most part a couple hiccups here and there a co-worker or one or two have been out so i've been on like survival mode for the most today has been the most tiring because a co-worker has been out for the last two days getting their second shot and getting feeling the results on that so it ain't much stress on that but it's just dealing with the high volume of people high volume of needs and then everything is starting to catch up on me. As, as you would expect, I've been taken away from my actual job that I've been paid to do for about two weeks. And now things are starting to really, really back up on the sides of other things. So I kind of feel like I'm. it's like preparing to, to know that you're about to get yelled at for things that you obviously can't control. But do they care? No, no they don't care. It's, no. It's as far as the nature of the beast. Yep, yep, yep. So that's the dealings of, of that just in general. Other than that. Oh, I definitely. Definitely have something else. It just popped back into my go, mind. Go, go, go. Speak, speak your mind, bro. A- anybody that's ever bought a WrestleMania ticket, a concert <laughs> ticket, F you, Ticketmaster, <laughs> F you in your app, F you in your website. Boy. Nah, son. <laughs> this all goes to the greatness of Mr. Man with the Plan because... But the man with the plan handled some certain tickets for the both of us while I was dealing with the bulk of work. Honestly, if it wasn't for Mr. Man with the plan here handling situations, I wouldn't be able to get to enjoy something that's coming up very soon. So all praise be to him. But I mean, if you want to alleviate more on that or not, or you just want to say F Ticketmaster, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I will happily go into why I said F Ticketmaster. So, of course, like you were saying, we were trying to get tickets for the day spell show which happens next month the tickets went on sale on wednesday at 10 Mm a.m me being ready oh yeah you was ready way before that i hit you up (laughs) at nine o'clock i had already made sure i was logged into the app Mm -hmm. i made sure my credit card info was good yep like the ps5 (laughs) yeah so it's like 9 45 i'm in the app i'm signing i'm in the waiting room 10 Mm -hmm. o'clock hits i get in the queue I get to the site. Hmm. I go to select the tickets. Uh oh. I go to try to add the tickets to my cart. Oh, you cannot make the purchase on this device. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Someone playing. Someone big playing. See, man, Dave's a whole. <laughs> I try again. I get the same message. Please try another device. Mm-hmm. This is your app. So you telling me I can't use your app nope. to buy no tickets? No. Nope. So I'm like, fine. Okay, I'm gonna go to an. I'll go to my desktop. It's fine. Whatever. Ticket machine broke. <laughs> I go to the machine. They's like, "Hey, we see you were signed in on another device in the queue. Do you want to switch over?" Mm. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> and you want to lose your place in line? Oh, okay. Oh, yes, exactly what it did because it threw me right back in the queue, oh, telling me, "Oh my god," telling me that two thousand plus people are ahead of me. Ooh, I told you. I told you the ticket was too elite. No, now it gets better. So again, I finally get back. I go to add my tickets to the cart. They got in there. I go to check out. Oops, something has gone wrong. Bro, it sounds like... Yo, remember the constant weeks I used to tell you about my Walmart adventures? Not even along with you. You was getting better situations than I was. Every time they hit me with the okie doke, I would hit you with the screenshots constantly of... Yo, you see how they played me? Yeah, I remember those very well. Mm -hmm. So, at this point, I try again. 
Mm -hmm. Oops, something went wrong. Oh, oh, did it? I'm like, oh, you can't be serious. So I try again. Okay. So I'm doing this for like the next 20 or so minutes. Oh, boy. At this point, it's like 1025. I'm seeing all the tickets go, all the little lights go off. (laughs) All the little lights go off. Oh, no. Again, so we did this another 10 minutes because I'm like, at this point, I'd be damned if I'm going to go through all of this and not leave out at least something. So You was like 40 minutes in deep. Yeah, so around 1040. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I've been trying to do this since 10 o'clock. Yep, yep. No, before, you was prepared beforehand. I hit you up preparing for war because I knew I was going to be out of commission trying to actually do my work. Yep, I was in the app beforehand, but yeah, once that 10 o'clock sale, I was trying to get tickets from yep. 10 a.m. Zero, zero, zero. So, eventually, after all of this, I was able to get the ticket, mm-hmm. but man, listen, I was ready to fight somebody at Ticketmaster. Oh, facts. I was ready through, to go to Ticketmaster HQ. Through the app. <laughs> like, I take a trip down to Ticketmaster HQ. I'm like, where's somebody Because I want to fight. Facts, facts. Who made this site? Who put together this app? Because I want to fight you. Mm-hmm. Oh, talking about you don't want to use this app no more. Like, what, what you doing? How did these people get their tickets? What's going on? That's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, man, listen, I'm like, this your app. You mean I can't, I can't purchase no t-? Man, I was too through with Ticketmaster at that point. Exactly. What are you doing? Like, why, why you got us working so hard? This is why we always go through the okie dokes and be getting other tickets, man. Trying to get official is trying to get you screwed straight off the bat. Yep. I don't know how you regular concert girls do it because oh, I'm ready to fight any and everybody at that they point. They got hookups. They got the cheat codes. They got the back door. <laughs> now, f- out of here. That's exactly what they got. I don't know who I was fighting, but I was in a fight. Oh, facts, man. You was in the Royal Rumble and you survived. You survived, bro. You survived with two golds. <laughs> two golden tickets, baby. Yeah, so we are all good to go on that hey, front. And expect some news to come out of then. Some yeah. kind of content from us talking about because yeah. that weekend is just going to be lit. We got one more piece of the puzzle to fix in all together and we're going to be yeah. absolutely friggin' gone. That's not even going to be a review for that. That's just going to yes. be a retrospective of our own lives. <laughs> no thanks to you, Ticketmaster. Do better. Facts. Facts. Do better. Do way, way better. I don't know. I remember when they changed up the app and they was, you know, bolstering about how fancy and things changed up and everything. I was like, yeah, 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 that's nice. But what about the situation? It looked like the situation hasn't changed at all. So uh, I swear if they asked me for one more verification. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bro, when I tried to get the ticket from you in the email, I had to fix up and redo and renew my account like 20 times over before I could even accept the damn ticket. So I was like, holy crap. So many hoops just yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Over, over simple transitions. What the hell? They lucky we don't get charged for text messages Woo! per text messages anymore. All facts. I know they was blowing your phone up. Man, shoot. Shoot. <laughs> Dude. So, other than ticket woes, I'm going to step a little back. Still on Vibe, guys. Step a little back on Saturday. Me and the captain went out to the Japanese festival in the city. That was pretty good, whatever they had set up out there. It was the last one for the year. They had all types of stuff. There was somebody rocking out, a DJ playing all types of different music, different cultural music, different anime-based music. I knew a whole bunch of openings that was playing out of nowhere. And it was just interesting that I saw somebody from a distance dancing and they had an Akira jacket on and there was an energy coming from this certain person that told me in my head that is my friend. So I went over there and I was like, all right, it's a Japanese fest, but I see a bunch of black people dancing in the middle and their energy is high key. I'm like, nah, it's gotta be. And I ran up to the person and who would it be? Of course, none other than one of the major people of the Black Ramen podcast herself, Chatty Patty. And I was hype. 
liked. You already know how it is every time we see Patty. It's a beautiful time. There's something about this lady's energy and nature that just brings people together. It's like she finds the perfect people to just hang around and just have the energy booming around it. And it they bring a crowd around that. It's always lovely to see the energy. So that, that was lit. I saw the rest of Black Rhyming Podcast and all the homies and all the stuff. So that was fire. All the food, everything was great. Everything had big lines and stuff. There's people out there from like freaking Texas coming to the festival and shit. Like there was just mad stuff. I just picked up a lot of stuff. And the captain enjoyed herself going around, even though she's not the biggest fan of anime and everything along that ways. She came out to support. She enjoyed herself. We went out food adventuring, as you know, aka I'm a foodie. So it's in our nature. So that day was lit. That day on Saturday was lit. That's awesome. Love Patty. So I'm not even surprised right. that she was there dancing in the middle because oh, yeah. that sounds like such a Patty thing. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I knew it. I saw this person from the back and I was like, obviously I saw the carry jacket, but I'm like, nah, there's something about this that yells my friend. That is my friend. That I'm not surprised. So while you were doing that on Saturday, I was with my cousin at the opening of her bakery. Let's go. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Shout out to Amy's Cakes Bakery. Cakes all sold out. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Yes, she sold everything she made. So I'm so proud of her. Yes, clap it up for fams. Yep, so I was out there. Got me a little something, something. That's what's up. Showing the fam love. Yep, yep. Send that support. Send that support. Yo, send that support her way, man. Get get them get them sales out. Get them constant sales out. Yeah, it was wild. I didn't know that she was around the corner from the Brooklyn Sty Dome. Oh shit. All right. Same. So there you go. So y'all know the location. Go ahead. Support. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was walking down the block when I was leaving. I was like, oh, it's the Sty Dome. I was like, wow, we were just here in July. Hey, support. So yeah, so proud of her. That's what's up. That's what's up. We all proud. We all proud we all proud energy everybody starting new things everybody got the business everybody got the money rolling everybody got the entertainment out here let's go yes things are looking good right now that's what's up man that's what the energy is flowing everything good out in the air we got to keep it going let's go yes the energy is good i'm happy happy to see people around me are succeeding yes 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 and that and the energy we put out come towards us so we all succeeding together and we're just going to continue that onwards so i what's up anything more of the week no i think we're good all right so let's switch into the off the cuff now i had something down for off the cuff but you sound like you had something even spicier so go ahead brother oh no we're still gonna cover what you wanted to cover so this goes back to the conversation i was having with my friend mike before Mm -hmm. we got on here and it goes to talk about being the guy or the girl aka the reliable one now this is you talking about whether it could be at work Mm -hmm. it could be personal it could be a friendship what are your thoughts on being the one the mr or mrs reliable being the one is stressful being the one to hold things down and have all that energy put onto you it gives you a sense of leadership and it's a power that it's like it's so scary a dynamic to hold because it's like you have such a command over things and you bring things forward but it's like if anything goes wrong it all falls on you if anything doesn't flow the way it's supposed to it's stressful 
it's like it's very nice to have someone depend on you and have you at that certain feel and give you that recognition after you've done something well and it's like the reward out of that but it's like it comes with so much inner turmoil and just dealing with the consequences that could be or couldn't be that just really i mean ultimately stresses you out so in regards to that i feel Mm -hmm. it always felt hey it's great that you recognize that Mm -hmm. i'm the go-to i'm reliable so forth so dang i don't always want to be that exactly you yes (laughs) nobody wants to be that strong all the time yep sometimes i don't and this goes for a lot of people sometimes you just don't Mm -hmm. want to take the lead sometimes you just yeah like yeah now you can't do it yeah man but yeah when you're the liable one all eyes eventually come back to you shit i mean look at where i am with my job that's the worst part of doing things right or doing things to a certainty that you get recognized for that just in in general because once you get recognized for it they're gonna expect it yeah and i know anybody that's listening has either been in that position understand what it's like to be in that position in any aspect it's a roller coaster definitely a roller coaster it's like sometimes it's, you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't oh yeah man and it's a double-edged sword yeah it's hard it's even hard to avoid it just simple things could put you into the situation just in general so it's like if you give a damn for like five seconds you're posted up with it yeah sometimes yeah sometimes it just automatically happens just like your personality type and it's like i don't want to be but Correct. Ain't nobody else doing it, so... You've been thrusted into the situation yeah, just for yeah. uh, putting your name out there, even for five seconds. Yep, and we all know, and we all have one. Yeah, if it's not you, it's somebody else. And if you know, you know, what is under, then it's probably you. Yep, so what topic did you have to talk about? Okay, my topic is one that we've slightly discussed, but it's more or less the pivotal point of our week when it comes to this podcast. And honestly, I said for off the cuff this week, I said we can talk about support and paying it forward as we've been doing kind of this whole episode already i mean like we said before we've gotten so many people that talked about us that is putting us on the forward on their page or or shared and just giving us what's up and what for i mean this is our point where we would like to just say anybody who gives us uh any information anything that you want us to like plug your podcast out forward and stuff like that it's something that i mean we as a community all gotta you know hang together we got friends we got family like we're the blurred by nature podcast it's like blurred in the title we're black men we're here and we're supporting you know black podcasts alike podcasts of friends you give support to get support back it's just like i love the community and that's just what we want to do so what do you think about supporting paying it forward that's always how it should be yeah. you know, always whatever is done for you mm-hmm. you always want to pay it forward you yep. want to support those that support you yep and I mean, this week we've gotten a lot of that yeah so i mean it's that back pay time and it's that wonderful thing of not just supporting and paying it forward but it's like upcoming plans that we got with other podcasts and just from shout outs to collaborations that we might want to do down the line it's just it's amazing times and it's just really good to be part of that community just it warms your heart yep there are so many thank yous we can give oh yeah and there's it's eventually we're gonna start writing down the list so we could cover people just in general so we don't leave you know many people out in these shout outs and stuff like that because we we really take it to heart that you guys are supporting us and it's we're really gonna push that forward we see y'all out here Jabba Tears podcast and Jabba oh, yeah. network oh yeah we see the year sports show we see two yeah. and a half bros Sazon talk Sazon talk true hill heat we see y'all smacked out with the lynches we see Ooh, y'all thank sorry. you Chrissy Love appreciate yes, you yes yes everybody everybody big support big support big support we still so, keeping the 9,000 we saw y'all 
many of y'all out here, many of y'all, we just gonna write it down and then we gonna come through week in and week out. We just about to make a whole other segment of shouting y'all out, shouting forward. So that's, yep. that's what we're gonna shift on with that. That's just a little bit of the love we got. Yeah, this is so much. Like, we can't stress enough that y'all came through big time on our big premiere. Can we talk about for like a minute, just the prep time that we've tried to finagle this, like from trying to record our first episode the previous Thursday to recording it to that Tuesday to trying to release the episode out front after we recorded on Thursday and we tried to release it from Friday I had to edit it all the way taken to the weekend past the weekend trying to upload it maybe Monday shifting it to Tuesday trying to fix up on stuff right to drop out on Wednesday like, <laughs> like we know about finagling oh yeah and that because it was the first episode yeah and like I've told you when we had spoken mm-hmm. about it I was like the whole first impressions. Yeah, it's important as as we seen with all our raving reviews and people coming back to us. Yeah, they liked it. They like us. Yeah, so I just from that editing standpoint, I just wanted to like I told you when we talked about it, I just wanted to give the best us possible. And that's always the goal, to give the best yeah. us possible. Yeah, we we're going to do what we do and this is our personality, but I mean, on the back end of things, I mean, you're chopping, editing and fixing everything up. That's what's up. I mean, you're meticulously cutting things out. I respect it all the time that you're fixing and finagling us to be the best us we can be, man. And I'm just happy that it came out so well. Definitely. Big time. Super smooth. Super smooth. It's great. Everybody loves the conversation. Yeah, so mission accomplished on that one. A1, A1, A1. We did it. Yeah, we we did it, and we're going to continue to do it. So, shifting gears on this, we're going to talk a little reboot news so stuff on the side the side segments and stuff all right so i don't know how much reboot news you got but i got two on me so do you have anything on reboot news nothing that pops out crazy like last week yeah yeah that whole conversation brought light to me and i brought it to other people's attention i mean yo thank you for the what's up on that information in that show i'm definitely keeping it in the back i'm not gonna start that show until we start to Hit that review button on that. That's leaving in the back pipe. But thanks for the information on that. Because I looked further into it. I explained it to other people. And they got interested into it. And it's starting to grow into something else now, man. Yep. The original had a very, very loyal following. So, And you sound like you was definitely one of them. Oh, yeah. So that's what's up. Trying to touch back into that should be fun. Yeah. Especially getting your eyes on the reboot. Wouldn't that make yeah. you feel on that, too? Yeah. Especially since none of the original creators or cast are involved. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see oh, how. They, how they manage with the new setup. Facts. So on um, Reboot News, what was it? Either two days ago or something. There was news on this a while back, but now we're starting to see an actual teaser into trailer version of this. Now, it's in a sense of a reboot of what we knew of this character, but I wanted to talk about, have you seen the teaser slash trailer of the movie Lightyear on Buzz Lightyear? I've heard bits and chatter about it, but I haven't seen the trailer. Okay. I got to say, after the podcast, you need to check that out. We will either come back with a discussion or we'll talk offline about this. But, like, man, they have changed up. They've given Buzz Lightyear a humanistic feel in, like, his backstory. It seems like this story is going to be about his time before he left off into the spaceship. Like, they make him... A real person. He's going to be voiced by Chris Evans, aka Captain America Forever. And like the way how they got him looking 
uh, as opposed to all the memes that have coming out about his fresh cut and the waves he'd be spinning under all that, like the animation looks to a T crisp and only Disney and Pixar can do. But man, the realistic look of Buzz, it looks like it is so epic and it makes no damn sense. It is absolutely just like my friends have hit me up about it. The most unnecessary movie. But at the same time, this looks crazy, ridiculously great. Like, this is going to be the sprinkle of whatever kind of random magic they have, just making the realistic story of Buzz Lightyear before he goes off to, I guess, out into space and Star Command, and before he loses his personal self only to become his space self. It just looks like him and a backstory on him being alive and him with family and stuff like that, just preparing for a big launch mission into space only to go into space worlds and go through adventures and just finding out how he becomes the commander. Honestly, I'm not surprised if you were going to pick anybody from that Toy Story franchise to have an actual backstory, Mm -hmm. it it would likely be Buzz. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to a T because only due to the fact that by the time he showed up in Toy Story, he was already a fully-fledged character that just he was lost in his own world like he didn't realize he was a toy so he thought his whole world was that so there has to be something i guess either the people who made the toy that came up in backstory wise on what this is and they're just gonna expand on it in the movie okay so that's ideally that reboot movie side on stuff Okay, that sounds interesting. Yes. I'm, I'm intrigued now. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We just go. I'm going to send you that later. And then we just go and chat somewhere about it or bring it back up next week or something. And then the second news is I sent you the link of this last night, but the information that we heard, it's, it's been on and off chats here and there. But I heard about the Hanging with Mr. Cooper re- reboot or people are people are interested or back on or they want they might want to do that. You know what? I'm fine with the reboot of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. I see nothing that stands out to me that says, oh, yeah, but we shouldn't do this. No, it's Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Right there with uh, Taj Maori saying that he wants to get a reboot of Smart Guy going. I see that just right there perfectly. I mean, bring back our black shows that didn't even get a right send off or any chance to really say goodbye like that so it's like yeah do it do that yeah i'm fine with them rebooting the, that whole upn era oh please just reboot upn bring us back right the only one i would have questions on doing would probably be the parkers uh, well, only yeah. because trying to recreate that yeah that was for a time and an era that, that- it would look, be tough. That's going to look very sus. I mean, unless they want to take it to a certain level, because, I mean, we are getting shows that are rebooted, shifting the direction of what they were. I mean, let's talk about The Elephant in the Room. Peacock is still working, and they released the cast of the new uh, Fresh Prince, and that's going to be less of a comedy and more of a drama. So Yeah, so they're changing that up. Just... Yeah, so I guess if you go into a different direction with it, it might shift that whole. Yeah, because I can't see Nikki Parker flying today. She'd probably get canceled. Nah, that's 100% canceled on that. Can't rock with that. Because the way she was talking fresh, man, let's how mm. know that about that what i don't know <laughs> yeah the way how she was getting rid of people and and schmoozing up with the professor and, and they had drunken nights and stuff and it's like we have problems here like the show is hella funny but like we can't ignore the issues in the room here yeah definitely because she did some stuff I remember yeah. one episode, i thought she forced forced his name to get a burial plot oh yeah i, I remember like, that too yeah, <laughs> 
There's mad stuff shit going down, Woo. man. Oh, the many times that she made a key of his apartment? Yeah, so I'm like, listen. You know what? Yeah, that just sounds like we're going to put that on the list. That sounds like a comfy couch, too. <laughs> Shoot, add the parking straight to that. Yep, add the list. Add it to the list. But yeah, so that's our section on um, reboot news and information. For stock info, have you been seeing what's been going on with Shiba Coin? No, I haven't. Bruh, it looked like amongst the industry, I don't have it on my Coinbase, and it's a lot of finagling to get it done or any kind of situation. But like, I seen people be saying she been been booming. It's been fixing a lot of stuff. I don't know. I don't know what the heck happened. I didn't look further into the news on this, but all I know is Shiba Coin been making people bank. Mm, that is interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's the significance. Like, what happened over the week, or who dropped the ball, or on what. But it looked like Shiba is fixing out whatever situation that was laid claim when Elon went to SNL and crashed everything over. Because I started looking back at Dogecoin and Dogecoin started to fix itself. So I don't know, man. It's one of those situations where it's like, wait a time and see and then check your money and then wonder what the hell's going on. Yeah, because I know my Bitcoin is up. Yeah, yeah, Bitcoin too. Do- yeah, my Dogecoin has been up. I yep. wait to see what Elon Musk says about this Dogecoin Shiba coin. See if right. he takes this one right, too. Right, I don't, I ain't put no trust in none of them at this point, man. That shit was crazy. For, for that month to have a heavy drop, I don't know. I don't know. We're not financial advisors. Not at all. We we only know very little, so we're going to be in and out telling you about this news, keeping y'all on the updated. But holy crap, y'all. Just know this business of uh, uh, high rolling and money is, is crazy. Yeah, it's a nice little roller coaster right now. Facts, facts, facts. But hey, I mean... You, you try to you try to do something with your money. You try to try to see what's up. You try to try to gain into markets and and, and finagle your way. That's all you can do. Facts. All right. So we've talked all the hubbub and all the on the schlub and all the other situations. It's time for the main event. Now y'all about to listen to the heart of the podcast. One of the reasons we started the podcast in general, it came off of discussions and things that we used to have all the time, whether we sat at Wendy's having these conversations. Now, this podcast came to light over the conversation towards many people, but it whittled down to me and my co-host of this podcast. But in the heart of things, we love to discuss Power Rangers. We are Power Ranger fan fanatics and have gone through many years of just enjoying Power Rangers alike. I am a Power Ranger head through and through. I stopped here and there, but I've gained my love right back to it at like tenfold over. I've gotten my chance to cosplay in Power Ranger various stuff and will continue on going forward and even trying to upgrade that, you know, down the line or whatnot. But this main event segment one of the three rotating segments that we have going here. We're doing down with BMP. BMP stands for Black More for Power. And this week we will be reviewing the series Power Rangers Ninja Storm, episode one and two. That is correct. Yep, yep, yep. Before I start on the history of anything, would you like to explain your interest and your love for just the Ranger series in general? Oh, I started with the OG in 93. Mm-hmm. Hey. So, me and my friends, we used to draw them. Mm. We used to draw the helmets. We had the toys. In fact, I am looking right now at my Thunder Megazord. Hey. And, and surprisingly, one of the Zords from 
Ninja Storm. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so we we in this at the right time. You sound like you have all types of ninjas on the desk. Hey. Oh yeah, they they sit on the desk. Hey, that's what's up. That is what's up. So the Thundermakers that I have, this thing is at least twenty years old. I'm surprised Ooh, it's still in good in good condition or or surviving condition. It's in survival condition. I'm hey, surprised. It's still good enough. Yo, you don't understand how much I used to miss. So shout outs to probably the homie Eli that's probably listening. But I still remember the birthday that you gave me the Gorilla Megazord from Wild Force. Man, that was one of the best birthday presents I ever got in my life, and that that was a beautiful piece of toy. Putting that together after watching years of power. Ranger show you how to put together and then taking a whole probably week and a half trying to put that together was beautiful too. when i had that megazord all put together that shit was great and so like you i've been on and off but i've always yeah. been there just like wrestling what's it snatches you as a kid you've always watched in the background whether they've been too silly for their own good or when they bring back the ogs and you get a little news about it or something you in and out with the series but it's got your heart so you still follow and make sure they still good or make sure they still got on the what's up yeah once a fan always a fan once you're in there you're in there yep 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 that's why we come to appreciate them and we see them at cons and we lose our minds and all that good stuff so all the good stuff facts so i'm gonna dip into the history now of power range ninja storm now this is some short uh fast and quick facts we gonna have here all right so this is the 26 sentai series hurricane for professor yao our fountain of knowledge on all things sentai uh he'll get back to me on whether I said that right or not. Um, this is the first Ranger series to be filmed in New Zealand, a trend that would be definitely going forward when it comes to other series just in general. The, the setting you will see as a constant going forward for all types of history of Power Rangers that changed the landscape that further on. Uh, this is the 11th series under the Power Rangers banner. This started in February 2003 to November 2003. Uh, this was under the ABC network. I think this was the first team of three starting out with also the yellow power ranger being a guy and the blue ranger being a girl so that was different on that under the toy company that also works on anime in general they worked on this as well the red ranger in this series actually passed away at age 38 may of 2019 and the general gist of this series is three students that have to handle the protection of the world or more specifically their area that's been attacked after their temple was assaulted in Master Struck Town. But we'll explain that in the breakdown of the episode. Yep, so we're going to start with episode one. Yep, prelude, prelude to-, to the storm. Yep, yep, yep. And let's go with these notes. All right, so we get some narration telling us deep in the mountains, yeah. secret ninja academies train our future protector. Mm-hmm. Ancient scrolls told of three who will be chosen above the others. Three. Three who, who will become. Go Power Rangers, go Ninja Storm, let's go. Oh, one of the best. Oh my God, they put the whole stack on that, man. That opening theme, fire. Yo, one of them that came out with the heart on that theme. How you feel about this theme, brother? They nailed this. Woo! But- Yo, no go go here. They put a stream of they own here with the narration leading into it. Yes, hits this hit, this hit, hit, baby. Oh my god, that shit brought me way back. Oh, this series came out after the Wild Force, mm-hmm. and boy, oh man, oh damn. Yo, the music sometimes when they give a fuck, man, that that's the importance, man. That makes you straight into it, where it gives you what what the hell is this about, and then goes right into the fire music. You connecting, you hook. 
yep. So coming after Wild Force, Wild Force had a banger itself. Yep. That this was kudos. Man, I missed the era of just straight bangers when it comes to the theme music. I gotta stop remixing the Go Go's, man. Listen, I was cool with the OG Go Go. I don't want to hear the Go Go no more. Facts. Go 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 away. <laughs> the Go Go can go 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 and be gone. Facts, man. Tiddly wee, get out of here. Damn. So the episode itself, it starts and we get our first intro to Tori. Mm-hmm. So she's surfing. Yeah, so she's out on them waves. She comes back to shore mm-hmm. and she goes look at her bag and her watch is going off. She looks at it and she looks worried. Yep. She looked like that rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late for a pair for a very important date. Yep. So she grabs her stuff and puts it in her van. Next we get our intro to Shane who is skateboarding. He's doing all kinds of tricks. He looked way too big to be flipping all this stuff. Like what's up Oos? You doing a lot. So he stops and he's talking to his friend who is complimenting his skills. Mm-hmm. And so he looks at his time on the on his friend's watch and he's like, Yo, I gotta dip. Yep. He's late too, apparently. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on, but mm, all I yep. know is these 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 niggas is late. <laughs> so then we get out into the Dustin who is riding dirt bike, jumping mm-hmm. hills, a la Jeff Hardy. I saw and... I saw definitely the Jeff Hardy and all that. You saw that first that first fly up in the air, he had the knees up in the air on top of the bike, like, ah, evil Knievel, yo. So, he finishes up his ride. He's talking to somebody that's critiquing him on his times and stuff like that. Yeah. He asks her what time it is, and he says, man, I am so busted, and runs See? off. All of them, some yeah. some, some late kind of motherfuckers. Yep, she asks him where he's going. He's like, um, I gotta go. Shit. So, they're all late for something. We yep. don't know what yet. So, we next we see Tori in her van. And she's asking, where are they? Yep. So we assume it's the other two late slackers. Yeah. So then we see Shane roll through on his skateboard. He pops up to the side of the window and yells at her, you miss me? Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and Tori's like, dream on. How about Ben, yo? <laughs> and then she asks Shane, where's Dustin? And next thing we see Dustin making his way to the van. And Tori says, late as usual. So Mato was like, come on, Tori. Don't, right from the jump, don't do Dustin like that. How's she going to say late as usual? All of y'all late. Like, what you mean? You putting that on them. Boy, y'all late. Y'all can't say late as usual when y'all late too. Right? I'm like, don't do my homie like that. Yeah. What you, what so, you putting that on them? Dustin comes in the van and just rolls into the front seat. Nice barrel roll. Like, whoop, okay. Right. They already showing off that athletic prowess. So then we see all three of them in the van. Tori's driving and Tori is saying, how can you guys be late every single time? I couldn't pull that off even if I planned it. Once again, she checked her watch to see that she was late as much as they checked their watch to see they was late. So how she bolstering them on being late just because she pulled up first in the fact that they was all late? Like, girl, why y'all stressing this? Y'all was all late. And then here comes Shane saying, maybe that's because you're the reliable one. Oh, there we go. Bing, 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 word of the day. Oh, yeah. And then Tori's like, what do you mean the reliable one? See, she said, don't put that on me. And then Shane goes on to say in any group there's different type of people and here come Dustin pops in he agrees and he says like the Power Rangers and we won't even start with this one alright they low key I guess kind of fourth wall breaking because they talk about the tropes of Power Rangers just in general and the mere fact that it's a comic book or the comic book like universe yeah so Tori goes on to say Power Rangers you gotta be joking and Dustin goes on to say there's always the mellow reflective dude he's referring to himself and then Shane chimes in and says 
is, and there's the risk taker, the adrenaline guy. That, of course, would be me. How, okay, timeout, because I don't know about that, but we talked about this earlier. Dustin was out here flipping on the motorbikes and stuff like that. I think Dustin might be both those attributes. Exactly. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, Shane. I know you was too big to be on them skateboards, but I'm pretty sure motocross could have way done worse, man. And then Dustin says that Tori is the logical one. And so Tori says that they need to lay out the comic books seriously. And then she goes, Power Rangers, whatever. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to lie. Through this interaction of them in the van and just talking and other than like fourth wall breaking or making fun of the tropes and Power Rangers just in general, because it's been going on for a while. So I guess they can eyeball it and all together without being super corny about it. It's just funny. There was something about their dynamic already chatting and befriending each other that was different from other Power Rangers stuff that we've reviewed in the past because sometimes we get a team that we don't automatically feel like they get the vibes of each other but this small camaraderie of these three I kind of like the dynamic already I was like so this is what we doing Tori really so you gonna act like we just didn't get this fire intro the whole Rats. narration this, this, this is what we doing <laughs> they, I'm telling you they full wall breaking they know what it is but they like alright let's play around with it let's play around with it other people are too damn serious so we just gonna play around with it alright I bet. So the next thing we see is they show us the van, and the van at this point is in the mountains. Yep. They get out the van, and they're in the forest. Yep. And they're walking to a waterfall. So as they're going there, Shane sees a shadow go by. Yo, they got quick strike by these shadows. Oh, you were absolutely right, because as soon as he said that, the shadow came back and knocked all three of them on the ass. Dead ass. And then next thing you know, we see a whole squad of ninjas, and they square up like they want all the smoke. Facts. And then what happens next is completely hilarious. They remove their clothes so damn quick like i don't even understand how clothes work but they just ripped those off and then they had complete gi underneath i was like what all right you know what i've always had a question about this and this goes back to the og mighty Morphin, the dumb ninja rangers because they did this too and i'm like how you guys switch clothes so fast Facts. How, what is this what is this ripoff effect that y'all can just pull y'all clothes and pants and everything and shoes alike and just have everything underneath perfectly. I like what do y'all have clothes under the clothes? So when you rip off the gi, you got the next set of clothes. What is it? Clothes, gi to clothes, or is it clothes, clothes, gi? Cause <laughs> something ain't adding up. Why does it remind me? There was this one cartoon that I swear there was like the superheroes that all changed, and then every time Hobie ripped off his clothes, it would just be more clothes underneath. And he had to rip it off a couple of times until he finally got to his outfit. So like even the flash ain't that fast. So what's Facts. up? He like, who, who, who? Wait, what the what? <laughs> so as you said, at at this point, they flung up all their clothes and they revealed that they're geese. So they got their whole geese set up. Yep. Okay, so I'm here for the ninja warfare. Yep, get ready with all kinds of smoke. So we then see Tori walking on the water. Yeah, she on her Jesus Chakra Naruto shit. And the ninjas are chasing her. So they jump to attack her. She looks up. She loses her footing. Oh, yeah. She completely and falls in the water. And okie doke herself straight in the lake. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. Shame. Like, what kind of waterbender are you? Facts. This is not the Korra way. This ain't. Katara is so disappointed. <laughs> so, next, we see Dustin fighting some ditches. He's completely outnumbered. And he's just getting smacked around and jacked Smoke. up. So, two of the ninjas go underground mm -hmm. and come up to attack him. Yep. So, Dustin, after he's getting surrounded, tries to do the same. Except he gets stuck in the ground. First of all, can we talk about the smoke bomb entrance that he tried to like make a disappearance at first you thought oh, hey alright he got some here he went poof and then they went further and he was like stuck underground halfway and shit like that all I know is somewhere Lin Beifong the ghetto yes the ghetto over here looking like a diglet I'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing just embarrassing woo 
shit. And then we get to Shane. Oh, boy. So, the ninjas start walking on air. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they out here airbending at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Shane does the same. He heads towards them to confront them. They hit him with the smooth okey-doke in the stomach, in the back, and suddenly falls out the air and lands face first in the ground. Listen, man. If y'all ain't seen the connection here between this and our last review with the Avatar series, I mean... This is the connection right there. You know Tenzin would have been disappointed. Tenzin says, I didn't repopulate the air. I didn't shoot up the club for this. Don't embarrass me with this kind of air bending, man. Like you to the air tool now. Fact. <laughs> Go back. Training. Training upon your life. And so at this point, the, the mob of ninjas stop and an eagle swoops in. Ooh. And that eagle transform and we get our intro to Sensei Wanatabe. And boy, is he not happy. Sensei was ticked off. He was like, y'all slackers, y'all big slackers, big disappointment. These guys are training ninjas. These guys started last week. Why y'all can't beat them? Come on, man. Come with me in the waterfall. So he tells the mob of ninjas, like, y'all, that's enough. We good. So they they poof. (laughs) And then he looks at Dustin, Shane. And Tori calls him out by name. Ooh. He tells them he is very disappointed. Oh, damn. The painful, the disappointment of a parent. And he expects a visit from them to discuss their lack of commitment to their Ooh. ninja training. Ooh. I'd rather you hit me. What the hell, man? And then he walks away and portals into the waterfall. <laughs> and then here comes Dustin talking about that wasn't so bad. Oh, boy. I guess he didn't hear disappointment in the voice. I'm like, really, boy? Y'all just got washed and y'all look like a bunch of scrubs. You just said he looked like a dickhead. I know he must have felt oh disrespected talking about that wasn't that bad. Come on, man. Go in the waterfall. So they also go through the waterfall portal. Mm-hmm. And as they walk into the academy, Dustin is like, tell you what, y'all can blame it all on me. And Tori says, don't Miss- worry, we will. T- Tori, yo, Miss passed the book. Damn, son. Girl, you had a bad day too, shit. Yeah, I give it to Dustin. He's a team player. Yeah, he's definitely one to protect protect the group and be one with it but Tori is not the person that'll take the bullet for you Dustin definitely is yep and so the next thing we see is we see the ninja academy yep ninja academy baby yep and we hear sensei wanatabi telling them that they are students at the Wind Ninja Academy, and they've been students for nearly a year but they fail to see the importance of punctuality and he goes on to say, I would suggest you find a way to change that before you come back tomorrow. Otherwise, I will have no choice but to expel you. Yeah, he said pretty much change or be expelled. And that's that's wild, man. Uh, only a year in and Sensei ready to give up on their asses. Like, damn. He goes on to say, he says that they have great potential and it will be a shame to waste it. And then he tells them, he's like, okay, now you can go because you must have other studies. This goes back to that professional cut-up we was talking about. Because Sensei right now, oh, he yeah. just... He just sliced them up like cheese. Sensei was carving the Swiss ass out of these niggas. God damn. Basically, he said, y'all need to get y'all shit together. Sensei definitely was a high-ranking person that just didn't cut the mustard when it comes to these guys. He legit said, get better or you getting thrown out. There ain't no chances of this. He said, it's been a year. Y'all ain't learned time management. Y'all gotta get the fuck out. Yo, between that and that piss poor performance of a battle they just put on. With the newbies, I guarantee you them niggas was there for a month. 
So they all bow and leave. As they're leaving, we get our intro to Cam. Oh boy. Cam, I mean, this is the reason why talking about my son kind of giving the Wu the energy. I mean, Cam came in, <laughs> it was starting to be little them heavy, man. He was like, these guys are chumps. They, they, they shouldn't be part of school. Come on, man. So Cam says to Sensei Wanatabi, I don't know why you put up with them. And Sensei Wanatabi says, well then, Cameron, I suppose that's why I am the Sensei and you are the Sensei's son. Clap yes. back. <laughs> yes, Sensei, you Listen, no one is safe from Sensei Wanatabe. He coming for everybody. My son Sensei was ready with the strikes to his own damn child. He said, you gonna sit your ass in the background in this conversation and you ain't out here in Gi, so stay in the back, son. <laughs> so at this point, Sensei Wanatabe, he sits to something. He looks up at the sky and he sees something purple swirling in the clouds. So Cam asks him what's wrong and the sensei just looks concerned. So we know something is up at this point. Yep. So the next scene, we see a ship heading towards the planet and yeah. we get our first intro to Lothor. You see that evil figure appear from the spaceship looking down at Earth in a suspicious way with a hmm. Yeah, man. So next we see Dustin and Storm Chargers. Yep, he's working at that shop. Meet up with the group. Yep, he's working there. Shane and Tori are already there. Dustin has mad clots on his desk. Oh, yeah. Kudos to Dustin right now. He know he fucked up. He's taking the bullet for the team. He's giving it that Matt Riddle energy and shit like that, being all to himself. But at the same time, he is like, he took that in strides. He heard what Sensei said. He's going to work on time manage, definitely making sure on that with all these damn clocks. So he had a clock set at 430. At 4.30, all these clocks started going off. Woo. So him, Tori, and Shane, at 430, they Hold jet out of there. Hold ass. So Kelly, Dustin's boss, says, you're not going to leave me with all the cleanup. And Dustin says, have I told you you're the best boss ever? And he dips. <laughs> well, this is where we talk about reliability again. Pass the buck. <laughs> Kelly, I love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, definitely, man. So at this point, they're all in the van. He asked Tori how they're looking at time. Tori says they're early. So they see an old couple having car trouble. Tori's like, we need to help them. Shane is like, nah, F them. We got to go. So Tori is like, nah, we can't leave them out here and something happened. And Shane is like, all I know is if we're late, something is definitely going to happen to us. And it's not going to be all fun and prizes. I mean, right. So Dustin rolls out with his two by like, yo, two minutes, son, two minutes. Honestly, I would say this part feels like thinking with your heart versus thinking with your brain pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, man. So back at the Ninja Academy, you know, Sensei is there meditating, doing some Sensei stuff. And he senses something. So he comes out of his little place where he was meditating and he says, Lothor. So zoom. And then who shows up? Lothor in his bitch. And his squad. He got Zergain. He got Chobo. He got Myra and Cop. Yeah. And they here. The whole family. They done pulled up with everything on them. Like, damn, son. I guess Lothor was just waiting for an introduction of his name being called. Pull up. Like, damn, son. How long you been in this guy? That's what I'm saying. So, since they want time, he says the Lothor, he says the dark energy is strong in you. Give me some, and, give me some Star Wars vibes, baby. <laughs> and Lothor says it's had time to grow. And so they're chatting back and forth. Sensei, one time he's like, it's been a while. And Lothor says, armies take time. Okay, let's pull back for a second. Let's talk about the visual representation of Lothor's look right now. We've had a lot of villains in Power Ranger past, but this is a very humanistic-ass head villain boss with the mask and the ponytail. There's a lot going on with this guy. This is a whole different kind of vibe 
type of guy. This guy wearing the mask, OD looking like a wrestler, have the sweet ponytail, the whole black top, and all the skills. And there's some, there's a charisma coming out of Lothar that's definitely enjoyable already. Oh, yeah. And we'll get to Mr. Lothar oh, a yes. little later we on. Will. As we're going on, Lothar says, it's time for revenge. Shit. Oh, snap. The, the dish best served. He then tells Zergain to proceed. Mm-hmm. So Zergain, Chobo, Myra, and Copy, they, they all poof and dip off somewhere. And so Sensei Watanabe is telling Lothar it doesn't have to be this way. And Lothar says, why would now be any different? Shit. <laughs> smoke. Oh, they, they definitely got some kind of smoke. beef. I don't know what it Something is, happened, but... But it's smoke time. It, this definitely sounds like, oh, it's, it's personal. So Lothar attacks Sensei, and so they, they're going at it. So we cut over, and we see the rest of Lothar's squad. They're sending out their version of the putties. This is the Kelsax. Yeah, they sent out the Kelsax, and the Wind Ninja students engage them, and it ain't going too good for them, because they look oh, yeah. like they get getting handed to them. Mm. is these type of men too strong for y'all. So, back to Tori's van, and Shane, and Dustin. Dustin says, what if Sensei's alarm clock didn't go off, and he doesn't even miss us? <laughs> Dustin, with the wonderful thinking, the hope. So, obviously, at this point, they're late again. Yeah, 100%. So, Shane says he's a ninja master, and they don't oversleep. So, the next thing we see, we see Lothor and Sensei Watanabe going at it, and Lothor is coming hard. Lothor whipping that ass. He came with a mindset and a win this time. I don't know what happened in the last time, but this one is smoke. Yeah, this ain't one of those, I'm trying to prove I'm better than you. Ooh. This one of those, you did me dirty. Yep, and he's busting that ass real good. And son, they just going at it. And there's another thing I appreciated, and it was actual kung fu here. Yeah, they, was, they were going at it. This was actual legit maneuvers that they was going back and forth with. You've seen a lot of fight styles and power ranges, but man, they was going legit kung fu back and forth like two out here. That was really nice. So not only is Sensei having trouble, but he, his ninja students is getting washed. Oh, they getting big washed. They ain't even fighting the head boys. Them Kalsaks is busting their ass. So then the next thing, they tell they tell Chobo to finish it. So Chobo opens up that box that he's been carrying on his back, and a whole bunch of bubbles come out, and it captures all the students and it sends them right to Lothor's ship. Snatch them up, send them up. They not only took the students, they took the whole academy. This revenge plot is so grimy. My son stole his students, stole his house. Oh my Yo, god. I don't know what happened between Sensei Watatabe and Lothor at this point, but something had to happen. It's extra grimy. This response is mean. Cause not only did he take his students, he took the whole dojo. Give me your house, nigga. <laughs> so, damn. So, like I said, I want your students, I want your car, I want your son, I want your house, I want your life, I want your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing we see from Sensei is an energy beam heading towards him. <laughs> That's all we see from Sensei at this point. Boom! <laughs> so at this point, Tori, Shane, and Dustin finally get to the Academy, and they literally see the Academy being sucked into the air. Listen, never ever in the world of lateness have you ever been more blessed. They saw that, and in the back of their box, I know for five seconds, they said, yeah, we picked the right decision stopping here. Uh, we Anybody anybody for lateness? Anybody anybody dabbing up for lateness? Dab, dab, dab me up for lateness? 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 Alright, alright. Like, all right. Oh my god, the, the house is getting stolen! <laughs> like, see, since you talking about show up on time. This what happened when you show up on time. I'd have been anywhere in them bubbles in space yeah, right now man. if I'd have showed up on time. I'm happy to be where I am. Sucks to be you. You was early and look at you. Dead. <laughs> so, and now here comes Dustin again. I love Dustin, but yo. He's the heart. Dustin says, was that an earthquake? And Shane is like, boy. Do- 
<laughs> what, what earthquakes do you know that suck things into the sky? First of all, you're the ground ninja. If you, you of all people should have known that there was an earthquake. Listen, we're we not going to put that on Diglett. <laughs> Diglett, Dustin. <laughs> so, back on Lothor's ship, we see Myra and Copper, they're, they're talking about how they're going to divvy up Earth. So, Lothor basically tells them to be quiet. Or he'll banish them back to their parents. Which, man, there's a lot of questions to be answered oh. there. Like, what the hell is going oh. on? It's family, it's family dynamic and the villains are very interesting. I'm not going to lie. Power Rangers does this very strange. So, Lotho continues. And he says, this is why you never work with family. I'm like, what? And so, they both apologize and say, sorry, uncle. So, we now know these are his nieces. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> Like, is this taking nieces to work day? I mean, like, why are they here? What kind of student program is this? So, okay, so we already see that the, the villains, did this is something different. Oh, yeah, this is funny. This is off-the-cuff funny. We, we see we got some comedy villains in here already. So, you know, Lothor's feeling good. Yeah, He's like, yeah. yeah, I got the students. I got the JoJo. I took his house. He, like I said, bust out the list. He said, I took his house. I took his car. I took his life. I took his wife. I took his son. I took everything. He's done. Nobody can stand in me. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, Sir Lothor, I think we missed three. What the fuck? Yep, son Lothor was feeling good. He's like, okay, now that the Ninja Academy is out of the way, Earth is mine. And then here comes Zergang. He's like, yo, um, Lothor, um, yeah, we, there are three students we can't account for. Lothor said, who called for you? Who called for you? I was in <laughs> such a mood, and you had to come in here and talk about three survive? Go handle that. Lothor was like, why would I think anything would be done right the first time? <laughs> he like, oh, I know y'all are boobs. I know all of y'all are boobs, but I tried. I tried. I tried. It didn't work. But hey, let you handle this now, because yep, I ain't going to drag down. He tells her again, he's like, listen, Leave nothing standing. Make sure nothing is standing. Take care of it. He's like, I already took the building. Find him. I took the house. I took the house. How the hell are niggas still here? So back in the rubble of the academy, we see Dustin. <laughs> back at the rubble. <laughs> we see Dustin, Tori, and Shane, and they're contemplating like who would do this? What's going on? They did see someone in the rubble in this camp. <laughs> yo, yo, so for any moment for that, yo, to not get snatched up, to get left behind for dead, and to see him out of the rubble after that assholeish way he was acting earlier, man, I would have looked at that. I would have been like, oh my god, who survived? And so Cam come out. I was like, oh, yo, the, the funny part is, so Zergay, it was actually four, or they'll give enough of an f about you to even count you as a student. Hey, 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 what did Sensei say earlier? Stay your ass in the back. Nobody give a fuck about you, sir. Bye. Right? He's like, three. they're like, yeah, we count three. I'm like, oh, so we just don't give zero fucks about Cam, huh? They said he was buried under the rocks, and we call it a day. So they get Cam out, they check on them, mm -hmm. and then Lothor's ship starts shooting at them. Kaboom. Kaboom, boom, boom. So they're, they're running away from there, and Cam leads them to an underground bunker. So Shane and Cody ask Cam questions like, what is this place? And Cam just blows them off to him, just follow him. Cam's a dick, man. Even coming out of rocks and rubbles and shit, he's still being an asshole. Like, come on, man. Oh, Cam is such a dick. Yeah. Such a dick. So we continue on. And so we see the little ninja fortress they got set up. And all three of them, Dustin, Tori, and Shane, they're looking around. 
And Cam, being the dick that he is, says, don't ask any questions because I can't answer them. All right. Oh, <laughs> it gets better because Shane is like, is this some big secret? And here comes Cam sarcastically. Yes, Shane. It's some big secret. Bro, son, this the energy is really here, man. <laughs> it, it really is. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that hit me up asking me if that was and man. Yo, honestly, honestly, yo, at this point, I'm like DTC, don't trust Cam. Shit, don't trust Mr. Wu Shiesty. Shit. <laughs> and so the next thing, we see a little cart coming, and then we hear Sensei's voice, and he says, There are times when secrets need to be revealed. And so next thing, we see this little, little guinea pig. The CGI in the sen- ass guinea pig. It's Sensei's outfit. So Shane is like, The rat sounds like Sensei. <laughs> And Dustin says, it doesn't exactly look like him except for the clothes. So here come Cam chiming in. He says, my father is not a rat. He's a guinea pig. (laughs) Dustin looks at Shane and Tori, and he's like, did he just explain why? And it went over my head. (laughs) Poor Dustin, man. He is just all confused. Nah, man. He's loved. He's loved. So Cam tells them that his father is stuck. And Sensei looks at Shane and says, yes, stuck. So then... Finally, Sensei gives them the 411 on Lothar. Yeah, after he does some sick ass flip. <laughs> yeah, CGI all the way. Oh, so yeah, 100%. We found out that Lothar was a great ninja who was banished when his hunger for power turned him to the dark side. Yep. And Sensei says when his and Lothar's energy beams collided, he was transformed into the guinea pig. I mean, talking about students that have had an affinity for power, we've covered other stuff in the past in some of our old series that'll pop up eventually. We've covered stuff like Jungle Fury with Daishi, covered Beast Morphers with that asshole that ran the, the academy. I think it was Blaze. I mean, like, yeah, there's been histories of uh, students that have trying to hone in on power too much. Now, I don't feel like Sensei is telling us everything. No, but hey, this is... He said, let, let me give you all the spark notes. So then he goes on to tell us that Loto has returned with an army and he would do anything to take the planet for his own. Why, Sensei? Why is he coming for the planet? Why did he attack you so ferociously? And he says, yeah, he's coming for the planet unless he stopped. And here come Dustin. Who's going to be done enough to try and stop him? <laughs> <laughs> well, sir. <laughs> and Sensei says, that's an excellent question, Dustin. He said, Cam, bring out the Tunks hats. And he says, Cam, the Morphers. And Cam is like, you're not serious. Cam said, the who? <laughs> now, <laughs> now, even though Kim is the dick, I agree with him here. Sensei Watanabe's belt off pulling a Zord on and pulling some people off the street than what he got right now. Well, goddamn. <laughs> Listen, the way they got washed earlier now, and y'all been training for a year? Nah, so yeah. All right, nah. but it's literally them or nothing. Y'all really gonna pull out motherfuckers on the street and try and train them? It's not like Cam gonna get in there. Cam don't even look like he can fight yet. Listen, you better pull somebody from surf charges or something, because... <laughs> Bro, this ain't Lightspeed Rescue. They ain't got Look, the police force and all these other motherfuckers doing other jobs to pull in. Listen, if the guys that's been there for one month can wash them, then, nah, you should be able to pull somebody off the street. Shit, these motherfuckers better hack up in some DNA code like other motherfuckers. So, since they want to tell me, says, we have no choice. 
I'm like, yeah, you do. Go recruit some teenagers with attitude. How about that? I say, like, this is the only teenagers with attitude I got left. So there you go. <laughs> you better go into the city, hop a Tory van, and go find some. Cause man, uh, uh. these are the only motherfuckers that are gonna accept the uh, commands by a freaking rodent. So I- I'm kind of stuck. I can't go out on the streets and be like, "Hi, weary traveler." It is me, the guinea pig, who wants to teach you kung fu. What's the difference between that and getting kidnapped by the floating head? I think the floating head could pull you in there. <laughs> you have to actually have a discussion to have these niggas go through the waterfall. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. So, Cam ain't with this at all. Zordon, He's like... Zordon was like, I'm gonna pluck y'all whether y'all like it or not. The hamster have to talk you down and shit. And these guys are already connected with the hamster. So he's like, I ain't gonna go through all this. Lothar could come back tomorrow and smoke us. So y'all gonna have to do what y'all do. If y'all get smoked, oh well. So like I was saying, Cam is not with this at all. Cam is like, he's telling Sensei Watami, but these guys, he's like, I mean them? Listen, Cam, hold on. You talking all this smoke and all this shit? Bro, where's your morpha? Where's your stuff? You put one of them on right now. Go out here and smoke. You talking about, oh, dad, I don't want to give him X, Y, and Z. Where's yours? Let's go, bro. What's all this talking? Time for action, sir. Son is not with it at all. He's like, well, they're there. And Shane and Tori look look at him and is like, yo, I ain't feeling how Cam talk about us right now. First of all, <laughs> no, nah, second of all, Cam, you saw your father, your father got shot and turned into a guinea pig. Where's the son rage? Where's the where's the where's the rage that I see in every son that gets their father attacked and shit? Where's your heart and determination? Seriously, put on one of the Marfas and go off there. You talking all this shit. <laughs> yo, facts. I'm like, yo, you got such an attitude. I'm like, yo, I don't see you out there putting on no more for going to fight Lothor. They shot your dad. They took your house. They buried you under rocks. Where's the rage? <laughs> None whatsoever. You calm cool, but you, you got this attitude. <laughs> you <What>? a bitch. <laughs> Are you mad that you got buried under the rocks, or are you mad that Zergay didn't count you in the members of the Ninja Academy? Big Which one is it? Trash. <laughs> Zergay looked at the list. He said, there's actually four. Nah, he don't count. Nah. It's three. There's three, sir. Lothor, three. We're missing three. <laughs> three, sir. That other man probably died under the rock. He wasn't even in Gi. And so, reluctantly, Cam brings out the Morphers. And he tells them, these are your Power Ranger wind morphers. And Tori says, yeah, right. Dustin is like, see, I knew Power Rangers were real. Tori again says, whatever. And Shane says, no way. Yo, Tori, how about you give my son Dustin some props? Right. How about an apology? He's been getting A1 sauce throughout this whole episode. Like, what's good? What's with your grimy ass? You and Cam, y'all some grimy niggas, bro. Yo, facts. Who hired y'all? <laughs> and so Sensei tells him, Dustin, you are the Yellow Ranger. Tori, you are the Blue Ranger. Hey, so we got Dustin, the Wind Yellow, Tori, the Blue Water, and Shane, Sky Red, yeah. the Wind Ranger. Dustin. Everything that they was doing earlier that they fucked up with, they Rangers now. That's what I'm saying. They could have got someone off the streets. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, it's, still, it's still time, Sensei. It's still time to take the Morphers back. I'm just saying. Sensei said, it's too late. They're already playing with it. Dustin already guaranteed me. That he not giving that shit back. So that's not happening. So they're telling them, Cameron, since they're telling them all the commands to transform. And Shane and Tori look completely confused. Dustin's a hundred percent on board. Dustin said, I read all about this. I watched it. Uh, I've been waiting for my opportunity right now. Dustin's like, this is my time to shine. My dream. My dream. He's every Power Ranger fan growing up. He's like, I was ready for this. I was born to do this. Rage up! And Cam with the woo shiesty just looking mm-hmm. disgusted. <laughs> Absolutely disgusted, ready to give these niggas some rocks. He so, said, I ain't giving them no morphers. I gave them the fake rock shit. 
So we see that Lothor's goons have returned, and Sensei's like, "Listen, go fight them. Go fight now." <laughs> Sensei's like, "Y'all, all I got. Go ahead, handle that. If y'all die, y'all die." And... Yo, so, so <laughs> they go out to engage, and Shane forgets the command to transform. Him and Tori looking like goofs. Dustin said, "Stand aside, you losers." <laughs> yep, you got Cam on the screen like Ninja Storm. <laughs> Major form. Yo, imagine. I can imagine this in a comic. Four book. words. You, you, see, you see in the comic book the, the the little lines when you hear people be yelling and you see the picture of them just screaming in it. I can just imagine Kev. Come on, say the line. He probably looking as far like you should have never left them out of here with these morphers. Sensei over there looking like, well, I didn't see you pick up one, so. Shit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sensei said, "Listen, little bitch, sit down." So anyway, Dustin shines. He's like. This is how you do it. Ninja Storm, Ranger Form, ha! And Dustin just transforms. Listen, now let's talk about these transformations and these suits. Hard, <laughs> hard. Man, for them to transform into their Ranger outfit and their background to signify whatever they connected with, that with attention to explosion in the background. I mean, yo. Uh, not to mention these outfits, the um, their faceplate and everything looking like whatever they looking like ninja ninja style fire everything fire fire transformation and outfit fire looks great. Toph will be proud of Dustin's transformation. Toph will be proud about everything that Dustin about to blow up your way in because my son proving himself a leader. Yeah, so Dustin over here looking at his fit like yeah, this this is it. It's clean, boy. What about y'all? Y'all better say the damn line. He's like, all right now, y'all get it together. Fact. You're not gonna have me out here looking like a bum. I already had enough of that today. Get information now. Right, I took the L from early. I'm not taking the L this time. Nah, I'm suited and booted. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, so that, they're like, all right. <laughs> and we get the power of water and the power of air, and we got the three. Ooh, so we got the, so they all, uh, they all out here in costume. They use their powers that they failed with earlier on the cow sacks. I heard a little thing when it came up to Tori's speed and she alluded to being in spandex, which I know a certain somebody later down in the Power Ranger history line when it comes to talking about Power Ranger outfits. Yo, all I thought about was a certain Dr. K when she said about spandex. I was like, <laughs> mm, someone ain't gonna like that. Uh-huh. So they out here finally doing what they should have did earlier mm. and using all their abilities. Sensei in the back, like, all it took was my house, my life, um, yep. like my family, my students and everything else for you guys to learn. So Cam is like, all right, all right, all right, this we got me work. All right, this we talking about. All right, let's go. Lothor, he ain't too happy right now. Lothor is starting his funny quips already, man. My son got jokes. He's like, listen, I'm not playing. Y'all, yo, ooh, y'all better not come back here talking about y'all lost these three mofos. Listen, I played three. With y'all. Three. I took out the house, the family, and the master, but y'all can handle the three. And right. he said, Power Rangers. Who the? Who the like, Power Rangers, what the fuck? What's going on here? I ain't signed up for this. Yeah, but he was like, no one told me there would be Power Rangers. Nigga said, yo, uh, script, script. Yeah, what, he's what? like, I didn't plan for Power Rangers. What's the title of this? Power Rangers. Power Rangers? I thought we was doing a Ninja Kung Fu movie. What, what is Power Rangers? What the fuck? He's like, damn it, Zergan. If you would have captured them all, we wouldn't have these problems right now. Facts, why y'all leave these three? And who knew they had Morphers? Who had Morphers? So then, yeah, we see them. They 
are going in. For some reason, they bust out some gliders, and Bro, I'm not understanding. I, yo, I, I don't know. This is a New Zealand thing. This is the proof that there was in New Zealand something perfect because they had the perfect set of gliders, specifically native to New Zealand, like fun and tourist type shit. Because they had super gliders, and honestly, the only person who should have had gliders was Shane. He's the man of the air. You can't give all of them gliders because then Shane loses less of his ability here if they all can fly. Well, I guess they can all fly because they came and jumped down from the gliders and sliced the old boy up with the sword. And I'm like, okay. Why do I feel like, is it just me? I kind of don't remember them using that ever again. Son, I don't remember them seeing them things again. Ever. That's what I'm saying. I think it was like a one episode thing and it was like, yeah, let's, let's not do that again. <laughs> so then they pull out, they pull out the weapons. Well, more weapons. Yeah. This time we got, we got a hammer, we got a, a fish gun and... <laughs> Yeah, whatever, whatever Aquaman ability that shit was. Well, oh, it was, it was a microphone. It was something. Yeah, it was something. It was some mind control. <laughs> yeah. All I know is they are washing bad guy. Yeah. Then they put them all together. I was yep, like, okay. Yep, yep. Classic style. Put them together and turn that son bitch sideways and boom. And they blew him up. They blew him up. Yep. And they celebrate that win. They they all go back to command center. They all Gucci, happy, celebrating that they got the W. They no longer trash. And Master came in the room and they surprised like, listen, guys, y'all took out some low-level niggas, but there's more to call. There's more to call, bro. It's the three of y'all against the whole fucking army. So realize that this is happy now, but it's going to get worse later. Yeah, they're like, we did it. We did it. Yeah. When we see most. We did it. Like, nah, cut it out, Dora. We got shit to do. So they back at Ninja Underground HQ. Yup. <laughs> Their command center. Yeah. They all proud of themselves. They're like, yeah, we did it. And here comes Sensei like, nah, that was today, but this is only the beginning. This is your life now. Facts. And if it hasn't been apparent throughout this whole first episode, Sensei equals Zordon. Cam is alpha. It's a bitchy ass alpha. Yeah. And that's how we end the episode. Yep, that's the end of the episode. Straight music, uh, no visuals or nothing. It's just straight instrumental of, of the opening, which, I mean, I don't got a problem with the instrumental. That shit was fine. But, yeah, so that was the end of the first episode. I'm going to give my final thoughts real quick. I said this first episode... Even though quite basic on a few fronts, the short time we got with the team was enough to like them as individuals on my point. Plus them being slackers saved their lives. It got them an opportunity to show off being good people. So I guess in destiny wise, they were chosen because they were good people overall. I guess they just wanted to show a seed of them being good people and not just slackers that, that saved their lives and just being lucky. But the family dynamic all through this show is interesting and the landscaping is nice because of the New Zealand and change up of everything uh not going crazy like must see move on to the next episode but death would be down for peeps to continue if they was interested yeah so this first episode we get we get them mm -hmm. now me personally i've never been a fan of the three-man team and it mm -hmm. started here yeah yeah this is the ushering to that oh and, that... and tell me for our og classic people a three-man team does that not sound a little uh beetleborgs ish yep and i don't like it in the power range let oh. my beetle Boy. Let my Beetle Bonders wait stay until, with their three-man squad. Wait until we get into the next episode, because we got to say something. Oh, yeah. Like, like I said, Flubber is the homie. Yeah. And so going back on to this. Wait, Flubber or Zordon? <laughs> no, not we not so no, not Zordon. No, no, no. Who would you who would you prefer? Oh, as Flabber. As... Oh goodness. <laughs> Flabber. Flabber. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry, Flabber. Oh man. Yeah, so going back to Ninja Storm this episode. It 
it, it sets up the show. Me personally, I don't find Tori or Shane very likable. Cam's yeah. a dick. Yeah. Dustin's Dustin, the only redeemable character. Th- Dustin sells it. Dustin really does sell it because he's a big old fan. And that's yep. what you like to see. Big fans. Shane's like in the middle and Tori's just on the other side, like just annoyed and you, you, you're lucky to be here. Yep. So then we got the Rangers getting washed in the beginning and somehow they miraculously become A1 in the end. Facts. They didn't explain no DNA transfer in them suits. All they did was get some suits. <laughs> So at this point for episode one, I'm like, eh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said for the most part. It's not I'm like a, it's not like one of those shows that it's like a must drive forward. But if you must, if you want to continue, go ahead. And we're gonna usher you guys into episode two. There's no I and team, and uh, from that point on, we'll, we'll get into that. All right, so we get our narration and our fire intro. Still fire, still fire. Intro again, still good, still good. Yeah, yeah, we get our intro when I go power ranges. Golden, just don't so we still here, mm-hmm. which is awesome sauce. Yep. And then after we dip out of the intro and stuff, we follow our three main heroes, I guess now, in the desert, tied together, walking unmorphed in and looking like basic ninjas of, of uh the first of the first couple months. They look like their counterparts when they was fighting earlier to protect their faces and stuff. And they they all frustrated, tied together, looking for a damn scroll in the desert. Yep, they got their full geese set up on COVID yep. mask and all facts innovators and so yeah they go into the desert they're looking for this code they're not happy they tied up Tori's like complaining because her wrist is hurting because oh. Shane keeps oh, tugging yeah. her oh 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 Tori's complaining oh oh shock <laughs> and so they're walking and they finally see the scroll mm-hmm. and Shane runs for it Ooh. and they get there they okay how are we gonna get this scroll how are we gonna get it how are we gonna get it mm. and Shane runs and jumps for it <laughs> dummy Bro, bro, tied together, big fam. Right? Like, you can't even stay in the air long enough fighting the scrubs, the one-month students. Tenson said, back to training with you. (laughs) So we get some Kelzaks. They came for the smoke. So they're trying to fight. Shane being Shane wants to go all out and not realizing, hey, you're tied up still. Facts. So eventually they start to somewhat get together and work as a unit and somewhat. Calzax kind of bust them free. So Calzax yeah. kind of attack apart. And the moment Shane got free, he left them niggas hanging. He was out. He left them high and dry. Talking so about, <laughs> talk, <laughs> talk about I'm going for the scroll. All right, fuck us then. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like F y'all. I'm going for the scroll. Shit. So they getting jumped by the Calzax. They tell him like, yo, Shane, we getting jumped over here. We getting washed up, and you talking oh, about God. going slow? They like help us, mofo. Help us, help me, nigga. And basically, the Kelsacks go in for the kill. Shit. And you find out this was a simulation, and they failed epically. Shit. You are, you know, can can't put that shit on full blast. He was like, yo, I hope them niggas kill him. <laughs> Like, listen, if you want to review your epic failure, it's, it's here on the database. Oh, facts. I got that shit saved in 4K. Like, I'll be replaying it later. <laughs> It'll be on the home the, the, the home video network all day long. Uh, right? He's like, I'm going to post it out to the whole Ninja Network. Facts. Everybody and, laughing at y'all. And here comes Shane. Since they said to call it a night and we'll try again tomorrow. So, Tori and Dusty go to leave. Shane talking about, where y'all going? We got to work until y'all get this right. They're like, excuse me? <laughs> Like, y'all get it right. Like, okay, mister, goes for the scroll and leaves the team. Deadass, leave us to die. <laughs> you let us die. Son, got straight chopped 
up and you trying to get the scroll, but yet they gotta stay in train. Yeah, okay, okay, buddy. So Dustin and Tori like yo, f, f all that. I'm going home. Deuces. Yep. Like they, we ain't trying to hit nothing. We ain't trying to hit nothing you saying right now, Shane. Not at all. And it's like you think you bad. You think you bad. You can do it all by yourself. Go right ahead and try. Facts. They they with it. They like yo, over you. Shit, fuck you, man. So they 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 got that whole situation. Uh, starts an issue out. Furthermore, up in Lothor's ship, we got his nieces messing around with the with the phone mirror that we find out isn't just a regular old phone mirror. They got a flip phone situation that calls aliens from different planets to go serve Lothor to attack the Rangers. So they be bop boop on the, on the phone and M pops an alien of the week. Yep, and we got our monster. It looks like a magnet. Yes. And what's his power? Shock shock. Sticks people together. Yeah. And he's like, you go get them Rangers. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, thank God a, a random alien from a different planet got pulled here and was happy to serve Lothor. Because imagine this shit just went left and they pulled an alien that just wanted to smoke. Like, imagine they, like, just imagine out of the vast universe of aliens we've seen all throughout different different uh, series and shit like that. Imagine they bebop pooped and got a doomsday that decided to attack their ship. And mind you, they're fighting over the cell phone monster remote at this point. And here comes Lothor. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I don't know why I keep y'all around. Facts. What kind of family? Why? Why? Man, what? 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 Your parents giving me for this situation, man? Why I gotta raise y'all? Yeah, I wonder what deal was here. Cause yeah, what kind of deal is this? This is like Loto got the raw deal of this. Facts. What are they giving you, man? What kind of side? What kind of side of the galaxy are you getting out of this? But anyway, the magnet monster sticks them together, yep. and Loto Loto's okay with that. He's like, all right. He's like, you two will stay like this. You need to get together. Facts. Get your shit together. Like maybe y'all stuck together, y'all keep each other out of trouble y'all gonna learn so then we see our favorite person cam <laughs> mr shiesty yes it looks like he's having a little bit of frustration because he can't get what looks like a megazord put together mm. and we see we see sensei yeah i guess he's putting together a puzzle because he's doing doing sensei things yeah he's going flipping around like yoda putting things together with a stick yep and then we see Tori and Dustin, and they're talking to Sensei, like, yo, Shane's being an ass, thinking he Pretty can do everything much. by himself. What we do? And Sensei talking in riddles. Yeah, like, he will come He will come around. Mm-hmm. And then so we, we, we see Shane. Uh, he's skating to get his mind right. Yeah. Uh, since identity to the, to the Rangers, uh... Yeah, uh, he's skating around, but um, since the identity to the the uh, the Rangers is known by the by the enemy, they can assault them on off days pretty much. So they see Shane skating out there and Bebop Boop. They they uh, the the nieces, the yeah, the, the Bebop Boop. The nieces have uh, their cell phone and they can test it to show that they they exactly know that that's a Ranger. So right off the bat, they send in the monster. Yep, like yo, we found him. Get him. Facts. Nobody worried about their families. Isn't that oh, the whole? reasons the power protection and shit we did this to to protect families so nobody gets murdered on the off day or nothing okay nobody cares okay all right yeah, I'm like, what's going on here? It's like, yo. They can so stuck at any time, but whatever. Well, now we got the monster. He done magnetized and putting people together. We got people getting stuck everywhere. Yep. And then Stun is turning them into metal. I'm like, whoa. Yep. Put them all together to form some kind of crap. And then so we see Kelly, the owner of Storm Chargers. Mm-hmm. And Shane is talking to her and asking her how how's it like being the leader? Um, How do you know? Once again, the responsible, that responsible angle coming back up against me and that later. Yep. 
up and she's like, I trust my team. You need to trust the team. Mm-hmm. And he's for, like, her tr- for her to trust Dustin is pretty big. Yeah. And he's like, what do you do if you feel like you're the only one that can do it? I'm like, listen, she's like, trust your people. Mm. And the Kelly Shane is not getting that through his head nope, at this nope. point at all. My son, my son, my son Uso got the rock, got the rock head. Right. And then he looks, so they see people and things flying out the window. Kelly's like, what the heck? What is that? And Shane's like, oh, shoot. He's like, stay he's here. St- he, he, he had that uh, epic, epic ass feels. Od, stay here. I'm out. Right now, the smart person would have called for their posse, their backup, their people, mm-hmm. but not Shane. Nah, not Rockhead. So Blockhead Shane One engages <laughs> the Magnet Monster, mm-hmm. and so they're scrapping. And of course, Nieces is here as well. Watch the action. And, yep. So Shane thinking he bad, thinking he bad, and fights on the morph. And, yep. And... So they see him on the screen in the Ninja HQ, and they watching him get his ass mollywhopped. And so, you know, Tori and Shane were like, no, excuse me, Tori and Dustin was like, all right, we should go help him. Sensei's like, uh, 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 not so fast. You got to stay right <laughs> Sensei here. Sensei said, you're not ruining my good TV fun, first of all. Yep. He's like, <laughs> you know, he's, like down. he's like, I'll let y'all know when, but not, not right now. Woo, Can we talk? <laughs> we got to make a segment called Sensei Petty because, boy, since last episode, Sensei's been showing ass, showing himself perfectly. And this is another one. He talk about this is a lesson. Nah, this was entertainment. I tell you, no one is safe for Sensei. He no, 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 especially not in this. He's like, you know what? Let's risk the planet for a second. Let's 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 see if we lose a Red Ranger for his ass to learn. Go ahead, go ahead. He's learn like, this lesson. He, he's like, I got Cam just in case. <laughs> Cam like. <laughs> So, you see Shane, he transforms. He think the power air going to save him, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, the power air going to save him when he get flung up there. All right. He's like, yeah, I got the power air. It's, it's over for you. Monster's like, all right, bet. Bring, bring, bring. Pow. <laughs> Kapoop. All the Batman symbols, nigga. Son, you stuck. Son got stuck to a car. Got a bike thrown at him. Bro, the way he got, he got ended a- up. He yo, honestly, if it was any if it was any series that wasn't Power Rangers, he would have gotten slaughtered. That would have been a blood scene because the way how shit piled on him should have stabbed him. So son got him pinned up on the car, about to pull out his sword and, and finish him off. And they back at HQ, they look at Sensei. It's like Sensei now. He's like, yeah, go ahead. And so they transform. Sensei said, yeah, I, yeah, I had my fun. Go ahead, go save his ass. Go save his yeah, ass. Right. Can't probably the back on someone. You sure? Sure, Dad? And we had enough fun. <laughs> we we got enough video anyway. We can replay him getting Molly Bob later. Yep. So here comes Tori and Dusted coming in for the save. Mm-hmm. Save that man whole life. Yep. And of course, you know, he's happy to see them. Yep. He quickly apologizes because he know he was a wrong ass. Mm-hmm. And he apologizes. like, okay, guys, I was being a dick. I was being a cam. Yep. And I apologize <laughs> for that. He's like, all right, let's go. Let's go take out the monster. Yep. And then that's where Shane starts to get some moxie because he straight up Liu Kang's that, my, that Magnum monster. Yeah. He's like, again, sorry for being a cam. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Cam, cam, on the, cam on the calm like, hey. He's like, listen, I said I said what I said. Fact. If you got it. If you got a problem with it, come take this morpher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like you said, they go to, they go to town on the magnet monster. Mm-hmm. Take it, take it, take it. The magnet monster like, oh word, nah, I, I'm still I still want smoke. Mm. 
powering up my magnet, son. I got my little magnet stick. Let's go. Yep. And on the center of that, these niggas already pulled out their emerged weapon and they're already ready. I, li- I like how the moment that they pulled out their weapon, that there's that sidebar that they did that's another, f- it-, it feels like they break the fourth wall just very tiny bits. But is that one part where they pull out their weapon and they warn the kids not to do this at home? <laughs> oh, that cracks me up every time. And then for this one, they threw a hundred ton metal ball and squished the dude. Boom. And I'm like, oh, so we're not even using a laser beam. Dad, we getting violent up in here. Okay. Yep, yep. Smoke, but got smoke. He tried. The, the way he had him pinned up, I mean, I seen it in another movie. That's how they took care of Michael Myers. So <laughs> if it get handled the Red Ranger, it look like violence begot violence here. Looney Tunes style. I'm like, Facts. Hey. Act me his ass. <laughs> And, you know, Lothor is not happy. He's not Mm-mm. pleased. It reacts to having to raise the kiddos for the damn summer. Talking about he needs some Pepto. <laughs> Lothor are funny. So, Denise's call on the scroll from the ship. Yeah, so, the way how they grow their monsters in this one, they, they call on a big-ass scroll and boop. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how we get our monsters to grow in this one. Yeah, so, they sent down the scroll and the monster grew. Yep, and they, at first, don't know how to handle Like, every ranger that don't got their Megasaur access right off the jump, they don't know how to handle this shit at all. Not at all. So now, oh boy, he big, big now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, okay, what do we do about this guy? Yep. Uh, I don't think this was in the Ninja Handbook. And Cam is like, listen, I'm sending y'all the Zords. Sending us what? <laughs> like, Sensei goes to explain, like, listen, y'all got Zords. I hope they work. <laughs> we never tested this out before, but uh, y'all about to be our literal guinea pig. Wink, wink. Listen, <laughs> listen. DTC. <laughs> well, Cam, let him have it. <laughs> oh, right? Sure. Like, like, who made these? Cam made these? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, sit, sit up in there. Boom! Them shit's like, up. Yeah, you probably booby-trapped them. Like, All uh, right, shit. We sit down there. Oh, my God. Like, Sensei, you got any other Zords? S- some not created by Cam? Um, <laughs> nah, that's all we got, big dog. Just like the Morphous. Oh, shit. Really? They're like, oh, man. Okay. All right. So we got to do what we got to do. So they, they use the Zord. Mm-hmm. We, got the, we got the Red Hawk. We got the Blue Dolphin. And we got the Yellow Lion. They go through the portals to transform themselves and merge with... Uh, with uh, uh they, they transform themselves into digitalized uh creatures and stuff like that going through the portal and they merge with uh with uh growing power disc and stuff yep so they they hop on in they're like okay yep, yep. here we go here we dustin go. with the seat warmers line that should have been their first red flag dustin felt like dustin felt the the explosion about to happen the, the quickest Mm-hmm. He's like, huh, this seems suspect, but yeah, this shit too warm. Like <sighs> it's about to detonate. Like, okay, but we guys deal with Magnet Head. So, all right, guys, let's get him. Like for Sensei. <laughs> our house so we got flames from the eagle we got water from the dolphin we got wind from the from the the, the rounder part of the lion which is uh, which is funny yeah you, you would think the eagle would have the wind but listen bro they they was spinning shit on their head the moment i heard yellow lion i'm thinking last season we had red lion what happened big dog you fell you fell so magnet son he done captured blue dolphin red eagle and he yeah. like you said here comes dustin dustin again two episodes in Dustin's showing he should have been red later. Yep. Here come the lion with the power of earth, wind. 
Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would count that. That man out here doing it. He's like, he's like Shane. You ain't using yours right. Here's how you do it. Facts and say both y'all asses, cause y'all, 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 y'all not thinking about this. Y'all not training in the right way. Dustin is prepared. He was waiting his whole life to become a Power Ranger. Dustin, like, hold his earth bending. Ugh. Sheesh, y'all be trash. Uses the line to smash him up, yeah. and do come right back together. He's like, I'm back, round two, bitches. Facts. It blew, it blew his ass up, and he just reformed. I was like, all right, that's 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 different. Niggas usually stay, niggas usually stay boom, but he like, reboomed. They're like, yo, Sensei, what the hell? Yeah, he was like, this. Yo, Dustin definitely said, this ain't in any of the comic books I've seen. Once they go boom, they go. What what happened? And Sensei's like, you see them discs? Yeah, use those. <laughs> I said, I literally, he was like, yeah, that, no, no, no riddle. There you go. Yeah, he's like, make a Megazord. It's like, what you mean, make a Megazord? Like, make yeah, a make a Megazord. <laughs> I, said, I said what I said. The fuck? You think Sensei stuttered? Yep. He's like, must make the Megazord. The Megazord will not make you. Facts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just turn the goddamn thing, man. <laughs> I need a walk through like Jesus. Yeah, here up Cam like, yo, just put them together. Fuck. Fact. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm getting the aneurysm. Just put them together, guys. It's not that difficult. So they bring the Megazord together and fighting the Magnet Head. The Magnet Head is like, okay, let's go. Yeah, we got the Ninja Stone Megazord ready. Walk through an attack. Uh, they 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 talk about inserting the the big disc. Insert yeah. the the disc shared between all of them, and out pops something of a mystery that they trying to find out. And this time, out popped out of the pop spear was a sword that had teeth yep cam was like listen you see them this one yeah more for like oh this yeah what does it do take it off like what you mean take it, it, it come off take it off goddammit make it come off oh 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 it do come off okay what am I supposed to do with this put it in the hole whoa it's a lot of them on this on this dashboard <laughs> that one the one on the left why does this sound okay. like a conversation with you and, and anybody when you dealing with IT <laughs> why does it sound um, like a trigger for you bro yeah we like yo I put it in there what I'll do now oh, turn the handle <laughs> All right, so we turned the hand. Oh, okay. Did you try things... to turn it on? And, did you try to turn it off and turn it back on again? So they're like, things are happening. Yeah, I, 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 we, we the, specifically put the, it together for things to happen. Yeah, they're like, oh shit, there's a ball coming out of here. What the fuck? Yeah, that, that's 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 what I said. Power spear, guys. Remember, I I, ju- I just said that. Like, oh, it's a sword. Oh, okay. All right, I, we can we can do something with this. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just just have your fun. <laughs> like, oh shoot, it worked. We took him down. <sighs> <laughs> like, 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 no, wait, now, let, let's look, let's look, is he, is he gone, is he gone, gone this time, or is he gonna reappear? Nah, he no, did, okay. No, 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 he, he gone, guys, he, he gone, he, 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 he hit, they hit that multi-attack, triple strike, uh, cocky notion, no, uh, jutsu, sh- shadow clone, splitting it three, turn that some bitch sideways, and boom, bye, monster. Cam looking like, back to Ninja HQ, like, yeah, I could have did that. Oh yeah, oh you you could have did that, Mr. Magna Ultra Ranger. I don't see you out here on the battlefield, but I right, keep 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 talking your shit. Well, at least the doors didn't blow up, so that that's I'll take that as a win. Mm-hmm. Tick tick tick. But that was that strange ticking noise. For some reason, it sounded like if I was there longer, something might have happened. Came in the back like. <laughs> so the is saying, "Yeah, you must be a team." And oh yeah, he finally finished his puzzle. Facts, and it showed the Megazord was the puzzle. Exactly. And so Sun was sitting here all this time, even through all the entertainment. Sun was just building together his puzzle. Facts. He was like, "I knew it all along." And here comes Loto. The guy Zords too. He said, nah, hand me this motherfucking script. <sighs> Power Rangers? Megazords? Weapons? Survivors? What, what's, what, what's going on, guys? Guys, get it together. 
fuck's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Mind you, the monsters have been destroyed, but the nieces are still stuck together. Lothar's like, you know, I'm, oh hell no, yeah, yeah. I'm just that that he was like, I I honestly I did that myself. Fuck out of here, y'all are gonna stay like that, so you're out of my hair. I need to go drink some Pepto Bismol. I need to read the script. I, I I'm 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 sick of y'all. And then we see some thunder flow all over the place, and we see two other Rangers. Yeah, which is the most interesting part of the episode, honestly. That clip, the, the two people just pulled up, and you're like, the fuck is going on? They, they pop out, and they got evil radiating energy coming off them, and Lothar looking off like, hmm, all right, now, now the party can begin. Shit, you yep. got Rangers? I got Rangers! Yep, Lothar looks very happy. And that's how we end the episode off that cliffhanger. Listen, someone's like, oh, this what you doing? Wanna Shit. talk, babe? Hold Dude, on, I got... Wanna play Rangers? I got Rangers! Yep, he's like, hold up, I got something for you. Shit. You wanna bring it to the ghetto? I got the Thunder Ghetto. Let's go. Right. Gonna bring some Power Rangers up in here. Like, I right, bet. Shit, I got my own. So, my final thoughts. Honestly, throughout this whole episode, to be honest, like I said, the ending shifted the whole thought of this entire episode. The basic team build that came with the reason going all the way to teamwork and Megazord was a good lesson. But this definitely felt like the most childlike thing of the Power Rangers. Like, it was teaching good overall lessons. But there was something, like, overarching like you know when you watch a kid's show and they're trying to like press something specific like they're trying to show you something that you have to specifically learn on this episode and it's like it's thrown in your face it's not really like a hidden message like like we want to make it a certain that you guys work together teamwork understand you you can't work by yourself be a leader work with your team make sure people aren't left out and stuff like that it just felt very apparent to be uh, a definite a definite definite uh, kids lesson of a tv show and then uh for the most part even talking about uh the fourth wall ish like um like don't try this at home kids because they know their audience is kids straight up uh things felt simple for the most part though uh we got some big things though legit the arrival of evil rangers is a big enough hook to keep wanting to go forward it's not the best reason to fully continue but it's enough to want to see at least where this next story continues on for sure so my thoughts are simply this they wanted to get you to like the rangers as a whole they tried this whole this episode was all about team building yep and in regards to that it's somewhat did his job yeah honestly does anybody like any better? No. Shane proved he was an ass in this episode. Yeah. He apologized, Sen- but I mean... Sensei, you can tell that these definitely weren't his first choice. And honestly, if he, if he could have picked up the pizza dude on the street <laughs> and Kelly and one more yeah, person... Yeah, I was just about to say, Kelly sounded like a perfect person, especially the way how she gave leadership shit. Sound like yeah. he should have grabbed her. He, he probably would have, if he could have. That we know that Lothor has Rangers. It's intriguing. And as for the episode as a whole, from, number, from episode one, it still eh yeah. and i would say this series, as a series would, of, like after 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 two episodes in what, what would you say i would continue it if i had nothing else to watch yeah yeah it's not it's not a bust watch i'm telling you the cliffhanger on episode two will get you more hooked on continuing the show than the first episode that's that's honestly it because legit the whole episode goes by and you're like okay they already got things handled things seem calm for the next i mean the evil baddies already sound like they got an issue going forward and then you got evil rangers pop up so you're like okay where can we go with this yeah so for this one if you not had a power ranger series or if you watched all of the rest of them then then you come back here but this is yeah. definitely one of those i put in the i put in the queue and i'll come back to when i don't 
have anything to watch or I want to see something facts okay-ish. And not to mention these ranges on another super side note, continue our conversation on the Beetleborgs comparison because these niggas look like bugs. Yeah, so three man, yeah. Three man, bugs. I mean, this, this, is this Power Rangers or the motif for, 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 for Beetleborgs? It's, it's, it's not like they just got the rights and they was violating. Left, if we go back three man teams, let's not throw VR Troopers in there too. That too, that too. Shit, we, we pointing out a lot of, pointing out a lot of things out here and I don't know. Power Rangers sound like they putting their foot down here. But yes, mentioning the Beetle Boys, yeah, them dumb two Rangers that Lothor got, they definitely look like they got some bug characteristics. Mm-hmm. A lot of lot of bug motif going on here, and I don't know, man. This this sound like sound like uh sound like Power Rangers putting their foot down. I mean, this is a season. This is the season after the whole Wild Force debacle where they had the Forever Red, where they dogpiled the 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 Beetle Boys. I still feel away about that. Oh my God. <laughs> They got the, they literally got the stomping rights to Beetleboards so Power Rangers could OD mollywalk them in the most epic beatdown ever. They trashed every remnant of Beetleboards, man. They turned them evil for some reason and they had, they had mollywalk. It was like, like, you should have never tested to us. I'm like, how you turn the Beetleboards heel? How, how dare you step to the mighty reign of the Power Rangers, baby? Sunflower would just be disgusted. Facts, facts, facts. But all right, so we're going to close the book on Ninja Storm. And this review for this week. Next week, we come in with a preview. We are about to do a shot of Kurosake, our anime review. And with next week, we're going to tackle God of High School, episode one and two. Oh, this should be interesting. Yes, 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 yes. Very, very, very interesting indeed. Very uh, controversial on the on the level of webtoons, turn country roll, turn anime all together. So we're just going to chat on some, on some, on some fight-heavy anime anime on that but on that note uh any comments concerns questions to us you can send uh to our email at blurred by nature at gmail.com facebook and instagram at blurred by nature twitter at blurred by nature nature spelled n-h-t-u-r-e yep that's where you can find us yep any other notes before I hit the outro, bro? Nah, hit us with the outro. All right, fam. Thanks for joining us today from Black Thought to Nerd Power. This is Nicholas, Mr. Go with the Flow. And this is the man with the plan, Maurice. And this was another edition of the Blur by Nature podcast. Thank you all for listening. And until next time. Yep, next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.